What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this live episode of Would You Rather. Today's episode is brought to you by Visa. Help support your local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or local favorite shops and businesses. They have always been on your team supporting you and your community. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at local businesses and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa, official partner of the NFL. Kyle, good evening, sir. You almost quick snapped me with the drink there. People who aren't watching this live will never know, but I just gave it away. You like to quick snap me when we record podcasts. If you thought for a second I was even looking at you, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a feel for it now. It, yeah, maybe so. Um, but, man, I'm excited about this stuff I have for you. So you said I, you have five? I got five, five uncomfortable hypotheticals. Well, I just don't think I – like. I'm asking questions that I definitely don't know the answer to. So I would say this. There's a reasonable chance we have the same question for one another, at least one one of our questions today. Okay, so I'm going first. <laughs> uh, yes, but only because I had a better record against the spread when we did college football picks in week two. So you found so, a, a reason that didn't make any sense to drop that in here. How, why does that mean I get to go first? Because I, had, I got to choose whether or not the kicker defer – on Wednesday show when we did picks against the spread. So now you get the chance to kick or defer with the hypotheticals. Okay. All right. So here it is. What game? I think are we that's about reasonable. To watch? It's, it's fine. I, whatever gets me the first offering tonight is I'm happy with. Okay. So here it comes. All right. We're getting ready to watch Bengals Browns Thursday night football. Yes. So naturally the question I have to ask you, Kyle is would you rather move forward with Joe Burrow or Baker Mayfield as your team's franchise quarterback? You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I knew it. I knew it. I knew this was going to be a question and th- this was going to be a thing. Did you have that for me? Was that the yes. one? Yes. Yeah. That's why I needed to go first. I knew it. Oh, I hate you so much. Right. I did. You, you did answer? this to me like several weeks ago, you know? I know. It was two weeks ago. I hit you with one. Yeah. Um, do you have a definitive answer? Yeah. I have the, I have my choice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, it's not definitive. I don't feel good about my answer. Right, right. Yeah. But like you, you know what answer you would choose for this. Yes, but not confidently. So Browns and Bengals fans should just not be mad at us because we know it's not an easy question. I gave Joe a higher score coming out of the draft process. And you pair that with some of the troubling plateaus that we've seen from Baker and We've we talked on our TDN scouting staff meeting, Joe, about the dynamics of the 2018 quarterbacks and the situations that they're in and saw the stat this evening on NFL Network in the pregame process that the only quarterbacks with four head coaches in their first 30 or 30 games as a member of their team are Baker Mayfield and Blaine Gabbert. And that's not good company. That's not good company to be in. Right. So. That's not to suggest that Baker is washed or Baker is done or Baker's not going to work out and be a successful quarterback, but you think about what he's been exposed to already in his process, and then you think about, well, I had Joe graded higher as a prospect coming out of the NFL draft process. I would probably lean towards 
the unknown of Joe knowing that I liked him better as a as a player coming out of college versus some of the bad habits that Baker has gotten into early on in his career with Cleveland. I agree with you. I think the hard part for me, Kyle, is I'm not quick to forget about 2018 Baker and right. what player I saw in the NFL, right? For as excited as we are about Joe Burrow, the resume that he put on tape in 2018, Baker Mayfield, was friggin' outstanding. And and so that 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 makes it really difficult for me. But I think I think we're probably being a little bit of a victim of the moment considering last year and then the way he played in week one, right? So you, you're at well, an all-time I mean, it's, low. It's, it's not victim of the moment then because it's his last 17 games. Sure, but the ones before that were exciting. I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere inside of him is that player. I don't know. Baker seems like a tough guy, like a mentally tough guy that he can bounce back. I agree with you that it's Joe Burrow, but it's it's not easy for me That's, to make that no, choice. No, it's not an easy answer. Yeah. Okay, so Dennis is going to bail me out here because he brought a really good take in. Dennis asks in the comments, being Micah Parsons, would you rather return to Penn State or continue your opt-out? I think we both agree that he's going to be a top 10 pick. Yes. So you, you if you're already there. He, they can do something really special this year, Joe. Right. They could they really have a chance, good. man. They're yeah. really good. But, I mean, we're talking – I mean, the only injury, the only risk is if he goes back and gets hurt. And we have precedent for that. We've seen Jalen Smith. We've seen uh, Miles Jack. never been the same. Miles Jack played a tremendous football game week one. Yeah, Miles Jack is a good player. Yes. I got Jay- Jalen Smith's a good player too, but he's never, he was not the player he was before the injury. There's going to be teams that need him in the top. He's going to the top 10. Um, okay. But put yourself in Micah Parsons' shoes. I want to play football, so I probably would play football, right? Right. And yeah. also, fun fact about Micah, he was born and raised in central Pennsylvania. Went He's to pitch like Devin in Harrisburg. Yeah. Played at Penn State. He's out in California right now training on like, he, he told NFL.com, somebody in an interview with him, he's like, I've never had this much free time in my life. <laughs> he wants to play ball, man. I feel like the fire in the belly that is there for this decision to be made regardless of whether or not the business decision dynamic of it is the conservative play or a little bit more of a risk. No risk it, no biscuit. No, I'll just say that. It doesn't matter whether you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in an easy and convenient-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like vitamin C, B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONNFL for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. All right, what you got, man? That was it. You stole one of my takes, so now oh, it's okay. your turn. So it's back to you. All right, so let's keep it on the game tonight. Okay. Would you rather, you can only make one of these bets, which one would you rather pick? So would you rather bet the Bengals plus six, the Browns minus six, over 44.5 points, 
or under 44 and a half points. If you had to put 50 bucks down right now, which of those bucks. following would you That's put? That's a large bet. 50. Yeah, I know. You mean That's you are like the $20 bet. specials. I know. So, um, did you get these from our friends over at Bet Online? Of course. Where else would I get lines from? <laughs> Nowhere. Nowhere right. at all. Um, Cleveland minus six, did you say? Cleveland minus six, Bengals plus six. The over-under is 44 and a half. I think I'd take the over. Really? Thinking points here on this Thursday night? Yes. Sloppy play early on. Two quarterbacks ready to prove it. Plenty of skilled uh, skilled players at their disposals on offense for both teams. Still early in the season. Sloppy tackling at play. Two teams with dynamic backs that can create out of the backfield. Give me the over of 44. And I mean, a lot of injuries on defense, right? Like the whole Cleveland Browns secondary is hurt. And then you have both the tackles for the Bengals. Bengals have Geno Atkins and um, Reader. Both are out tonight, right? All right. Fireworks on Thursday night. 50 points. 50 50 bucks on the over. I'm going to go put money on this. Maybe. I don't know. Flip a coin. All right. Let me know if you do, because I will definitely jump on it with you. Do you want to root for this together? You want to do this? Yeah. Like, We're gonna put fifty bucks on it. Not fifty. No. Okay. No. Okay. I had uh, somebody asked uh, us to come up with a bet, and the loser would have to shave. Uh, yeah, they said that. the beard versus the the stripey. The stripe. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I died laughing. Yeah, I was trying to have dinner with the family, and I'm like, oh, oh my, my god, Lord. I saw that. Started cracking up. The I'm stripe. not. I'm not taking that bet. By the way, which his beard's staying, brother. Oh, okay. That's yeah. That's too bad. Uh, so I did mine on my phone today. Um, would you rather, as a college prospect, college football player, would you rather play four years for Mac Brown or Mike Norvell? What position do I play? It's up to you. But it has to be the same for both teams. So if while Joe stews this over, Joe is the ACC regional scout for the TDN scouting staff. He has frequently professed his love for Mike Norvell's offense. Uh, but he, you know, you, you like Mac Brown too. You really appreciate what he did last year. All time recruiter, mm-hmm. super accomplished head coach. Yeah. I think, I think that's why I'm going to pick Mac Brown. I think he's just a little bit more established in what he's doing. You know, you saw some rifts with Norvell early at Florida State with some inconsistency with his messaging, some players kind of calling him out on some stuff where I think Mac Brown, I mean, he's had a ton of experience. He's won in multiple places, obviously a long list of putting guys into the NFL. And I like that. I like the role that he's embraced at this point in his career in just terms of kind of being that CEO but being a true leader. And I don't know, I, I've, I've got a chance to go to some of his press conferences. I've had a chance to ask Mac Brown some questions. And I've really grown an appreciation for him and just like his style and thinking about what we started as we've matured as football people started to value in leaders of teams. And I feel like Mac delivers that to you. So I'd, I'd want to play for Mac. That's a good question. though. Thanks. All right, here we go. Which Owen one team would you rather bet on to fall to Owen two this week? Okay. Tampa Bay who hosts the Carolina Panthers. Okay. Or. The 49ers who travel to the New York Jets. Man, Which one? This is impossible. <laughs> Let's go. Which one has a better chance? You had to put money on going 0 2. 
Now we both probably San agree Francisco's that they're both traveling to, Yes. San Francisco's traveling to New York. To New York, yes. And Tampa is home. Home hosting the Panthers. I'll take the lazy way out and say San Francisco with Kittle questionable and having to travel across the country is a better chance of falling to 0-2 to than Tampa Bay at home hosting Carolina. Yeah, 0-1 Tom Brady mm. ain't losing a week two, is he? But then probably, you count on Gase's Jets. Right, probably not. But, like, Carolina's got some ballers, too, on defense. They got players, yeah. Did you players. see the rep of Derek Brown against Gabe Jackson? Heavy hands, brother. He almost put 350-pound Gabe Jackson flat on his ass, and then he hurdled him. In the same rush, he hurdled him. I was like, whoa. And then Jeremy Chin. Some of the film studies indicate Chin might have been one of the best players on the field for the Panthers' defense in week one. Imagine not liking Jeremy Chin as a prospect. Can't. Can't. I can't. Could not be us. Could not be the dudes. Uh, But, yeah, I'll still leave my answer the same, primarily for Kittle's questionability and the travel component. And we throw a wrinkle in here. No, don't. Okay. No, no, it's not changed. It's just like, have you considered the fact that you have an Adam Gase offense, a Greg Williams defense? We know exactly what that is, right? Yeah. We're still learning about a Phil Snow defense and a Joe Brady offense in the NFL. No. Does that give the Panthers a bit of an edge? No. You're still rolling with Gase. Tom Brady. <laughs> not betting against Tom to fall down with two. I don't blame you. I think it's the right bet. It's also very challenging question okay speaking of challenging questions all right would you rather try to pretend you're a coach or a gm would you rather try to make it through a full 16 game season with either one of these two players as a 16 game starter okay sean so i gotta lee, choose one of these guys to be a 16 game starter for my team sean lee at linebacker okay or mike pouncey at center I mean, that's hard. Those guys both got hurt. That's the point. And they so both like have next a very year? extensive track record of being hurt. So, like, you have to bet on one of these guys playing 16 games next year. Sean Lee or Mike Pouncey? I guess Pouncey. I don't really have any great reasoning. I mean, he's given the, having the hip, in, hip surgery now, which when he signed with the team, like, that was known, right? And somewhere in the next five to ten years, he would have to have this surgery. So, my I mean, Sean Lee's just Sean Lee's just always hurt. I know he played six. He actually played sixteen games last year, didn't he? Somehow he, he did, but he didn't start sixteen games. Right. So it had him on. I mean, he, he, LVE was hurt last year too, right? So they're like very cautious. Like they're picking their spots to get him on the field, but Man, they want him around. You, my friend, you're betting against the odds because of the hip. Yeah. Or because uh, do you have stats on Pouncey and his 16 game? He played 16 games his first two seasons in Miami. And then he didn't play 16 games for four consecutive years. And then he played it in a contract year in Miami. And then he played 16 games in 2018 with the Chargers. But I believe he got hurt at some point throughout that season and played through an injury. And then he played in five games last year. And now he's going to miss all of this season. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. 
You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game, every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place where you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best coaches and players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides you with access to the entire NFL Films archive. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. I mean, it's I don't feel great about either choice, but I guess I guess Pouncy because <laughs> to be to be fair to Mike, he's played 16 games four times as frequently as what Sean Lee has. So. There we go. All right. So now I feel better about my take there. <laughs> All right. This is a self-serving question. Okay. Which Miami Dolphins running back would you rather start this oh, week in fantasy idiot. football? None of them. Don't Jordan, touch them. No, you got to start one of these guys. Who are you putting in the lineup? Jordan Howard, Miles Gaskin, Matt Breida. Hell, if you want to put Patrick Laird in there, throw him in there. You got to so, start one. I'm in the process of charting every offensive snap for the Dolphins from a personnel down a distance, result of the play, assignments. I'm, I've done the first half of the game. Jordan Howard was pretty prevalent in the first two series, but Miami was weird with their personnel. They ran more two back sets than anything in the first half, which was really surprising. And they tried to space the field and then tried to run into box counts where the Patriots clearly did not respect their ability to beat man coverage. So they still stuffed the box despite the fact that yeah. Miami, and they just put everybody on an Island outside. And the Dolphins would like, they'd get the too high safety look and they're like, all right, we're going to run it. And there'd still be seven guys in the box versus five blockers because they had everybody spaced out. So I would want to go with somebody who has some receiving upside. So I probably wouldn't lean super heavy onto Jordan Howard unless the Dolphins come out with a completely different game plan this week to play the Bills. So with that in mind, Matt Breida probably feels like your most optimistic play. I think he'll get a lot. He he averaged four and a half yards to carry in week one. Gaskin got, had like 65 total yards on like what, 13 yes. touches? Yeah, he, he played the vast majority of the snaps. So I don't know if that was they trust Gaskins in pass pro versus Brita. I don't know what it was. But once the Dolphins went down 11 points in the second half, it was like our game plan's out the window. We just got to try and move the ball. So you wouldn't play any, but if you had to play one, you would choose. I'd probably choose Brita this week. What a night. So I, this is literally my situation. I have all three. Yeah, don't all three don't play him. Don't play him. Cut one of them and pick up somebody else. <laughs> That's what I would it's tell pretty, you. It's pretty deep league. Can you so. get Peyton Barber? No. So that somebody paid. We have a $500 waiver wire oh, you budget. Told me this. You told $225 me this. on Peyton Barber. I thought I went high at $27. No, man. There was two bids, free two twenty-five free, and 27 Free agent auction dollars are insane. The well, strategy I, there gets crazy where it's like, all right, I absolutely need this one guy, so I'm going to go all in. He spent half of his budget to get Peyton Barber. Man. Um, <sighs> I'm trying to think of who you could pick up. We're not TDM Fantasy. I'm not even going to get into that. No, no. Just, ask Jamie Page and Jake. 
Jamie answers my questions, and that's really cool. Like I have a I'm on direct line. It's the uh, employee benefits, right? I guess, yeah. One of one of free fantasy advice. One of the perks, even though I in the league that I was in with Jamie, just want to point it out, I finished higher, finished second in that league. But okay, so anyway, we have a game with a team tonight in the Cincinnati Bengals who experienced a loss in week one with a offensive touchdown that was negated by a penalty on the team's final possession. And then the kicker subsequently missed a not long field goal to tie the game to force overtime. Mm -hmm. Would you rather lose a football game like that or by five touchdowns? Oh, I want to be in it. So you would rather have your heart broken than just be demoralized from start to finish. Yeah, man, there's nothing worse than getting fired up to watch your team play on a Sunday and then just realizing that you're just you don't have it. You don't have the coaching that day, you don't have the talent that day, you don't have the game plan. There that's demoralizing. Cuz I'm going to watch the whole thing. I'm never going to turn the channel. I'm right. I'm in. When I watch the Bills game, I'm watching until the kneel downs are done at the end. So I'd rather be engaged in, in it and have an idiot kicker miss a field goal at the end. And we should just be angry with one guy instead of the whole team. Sure. Network. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's a kicker, right? Like they just kickers were bad. They were 71% last week, the worst yeah. in like years. So do you think kickers need crowds? Is that what it comes down to? Is it like Maybe. too much of a, a reverse free throw shooter, you know? Yeah. So Maybe. whenever, whenever fans are back in stands, it. just, just totally don't, don't get loud. Just, just totally just get quiet. It's like the, um, was it that Pepsi commercial? with Ron Rivera and the Panthers and the opposing teams getting ready to kick a field goal. And he breaks out a Pepsi and he cracks the Pepsi yes. and everybody in the stadium cracks the Pepsi and they all go. <sighs> yes. And it blows the, <laughs> blows the kick wide. Yes, exactly. We got to, well, this is what we got to do. Scenario. All right. We have two interesting ones in the comments. Okay. One of them centered around Thursday night football. Would you rather change the logo of the Bengals or the Browns? The Bengals logo is fine. They just mm. don't use it. Correct. And I don't like the, I'm talking, not talking about the B I'm talking about like the actual, right, the tiger. actual tiger. Yeah. What, I mean, whether it's just a plain football helmet, Elfie or I don't the know. Dog. They have, yeah, they like got the dog sort of in a logo. They have like the C now too, right? Like one of their alternate know. logos. I'm not a fan of branding that features a orange helmet. Correct. And that's I mean, your logo. Well, it, they, now going back to their current uniforms was a great move. Yes, and they're wearing the orange pants tonight, which is stock up with uh, brown the brown, the brown tops. Yes. Okay. And now, if we could just get the Bengals to commit to their color rush, we'll be in business. This was the other one. I assume this is the one everybody's real mad. We're not talking about quote Jimmy versus Minshew. So Owen from Premium Slack, would you rather from the Slack today? For one game only, start Jimmy G or Gardner Minshew. This uh, this I, is a perfect question for you to answer. Yeah, what did I say in uh, our scouting meeting the other day? Do you remember? I was uh, like, so, I'm just done talking so, about Gardner yeah, Minshew. Don't because talk about Minshew anymore. I'm getting clowned, right? Like he can he <laughs> continue it. It just keeps working, right? Like my process in not believing in Minshew makes a ton of sense, but like. He can only go out there and play well for so long before I have to be like, I got to back off this, right? Because because now I'm just sounding stupid. 19 to 20 to with a, three touchdowns. Quarterback to dub this past week. I don't know. I mean, Jimmy G's 
I guess he's done more. I for one game. I mean, I feel like remainder of team matters, but then then again, Jacksonville doesn't have good remainder of team. Imagine not having a fourth round grade on Gardner Minshew. If this is going to be your thing, this is your thing. Whatever, like fourth round grade. I didn't. He wasn't for me. There it Gardner is. I'm Kyle Krabs. There it is. It was. <laughs> he wasn't for me. He's not. He for wasn't me. for me. Not for anytime. Me. There's in question. Just uh, you know what? He's not for me. He wasn't for me. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. So, so is that a? Are you picking Gardner Minshew over Jimmy G? Yeah, let's just do that just so that I can start changing my own narrative here. I think I would. I don't Gardner's really... got that flair about him extended that that whole extended play dynamics. Yeah, it matters, right? You 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 have yeah. to be able to do that in today's NFL. Yeah. yeah. And and I don't I don't want to say Jimmy G doesn't have like the right intangibles, but Gardner like oozes intangibles, right? As far as how his teammates gravitate towards him and players gravitate towards him and the energy he brings. Like you can see that from afar. I don't necessarily get that vibe from Jimmy G. And again, that's not to to say that he doesn't have it. But is is Owen taking shots at me right here? Oh wow, I mean, what's it like? Is that me? I, th- I think he in the Slack probably said he would rather have Jimmy G over Gardner Mitchell. Is, is he a 49ers fan? He is, yes. Okay, so naturally. naturally. It's just like what did I, I put on Don't Twitter? Don't be homers in Slack, guys. Dude, I put on t- Twitter today, right? The PFF puts out like a graphic uh, saying, because Louisville and Miami are playing this weekend. Like, would you would you rather have uh, De'Ara King, King or, or Mikhail, Mikhail Cunningham? Cunningham? So I quote tweeted it and I said, Mikhail all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. And the pun was intended, right? Because I think Mikhail Cunningham's like a reasonable prospect. There was only one group of people that seemed to be upset with my take. And all of them had... Canes in their bio. I'm like, all right, let's see. It's oh, partially oh. my fault. Canes fan. Yeah. What is it your is fault? It, oh, I get I got the big dolphins conglomerate in Miami, and they probably follow you by extension of me and our they work know together. How kind, and, I've been so kind to Miami Dolphins over the last two years. You, you've been very objective about the rebuild. Yes. Right. I'm willing to let it play out. You should probably listen to Thursday's edition of either Locked On Bills or Locked On Dolphins. I listened Dolphins. to yours. I listened to yours today. How how did I do? What you said in the lead there. Um, I really. What did you wait? Wait. Uh, just give me one clue as to what you talked about in the opening segment. What was it? You don't even remember. <laughs> you said you were talking about something good. I forgot what it was. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. Uh, pre, oh, it was great. It was pre-snap motion. You were talking about. Um, they were How twenty. They, the Dolphins were twenty second in the NFL in pre snap motion and 29th in the NFL in motion at the snap in week yeah. one. And I really liked what you what you talked about. How they're like the clues that can be given to you, the information that you can get from those things, and it, it needs to be more a part of what's going on to help the offense more. Yeah, I was. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Thank you. So. It's been continuously eye opening and charting the Dolphins' week one performance. Um, you you have what? One more? Two more? I have one more for you. Okay, you got one more, and then Paige has requested we get Bull Bittler or Bill Butler. Isn't he Bull Bittler on Twitter? Yeah, he is. Okay, so oh. I'm not a total jackass. No, um, yeah. Paige, did she answer my Instagram? She just smiled at me. Like, answer my question, Paige. I asked you. <laughs> she just put laughing emojis at me, and I don't know what to think. You know what I mean? Me, I'm like, give me, give me your take. We got my take six, is we got four minutes here. All right. Would you rather your GM? This is your GM scenario. Of the okay, week. Would you rather take good. over as the general manager of the Atlanta Falcons or the Indianapolis Colts? Indianapolis Colts. 
whoa, that was a boom, right? What's that about? I think the Falcons are teetering on the brink of that like purgatory window. And I don't want to be a part of being stuck in the middle. The Colts, the way that Chris Ballard has continued to pool assets and manage the cap situation and the offensive line infrastructure that they have in place there. And I like the dynamics in their front seven much more so than Atlanta. I know Atlanta's got Grady Jarrett. I know they got Deion Jones, but Atlanta's cap situation super hazy versus Indianapolis. It's very clear. They got a ton of spending power if they need it. I feel much more comfortable taking over Indianapolis knowing that I'm going to have to go out, find a quarterback. That's fine. I might be a quarterback away from competing. In Atlanta, yeah, I got some elite pass catchers, and I got Matt Ryan, but then I got to worry about, okay, how long is Matt Ryan here for? When do I have to make the decision and the dynamics to move on from Matt Ryan? If Matt Ryan's going to force me to make that decision, no, it's too messy. Give me the Colts. Very cool. Do you agree or disagree? I'd probably pick the Colts. All the affirmation I need. Last question. Oh, and we know you're not actually a homer. Don't worry. He's in the comments. He likes Gardner. Uh, Jimmy's team has had more success. And we know you're not a homer. Don't worry. Bill Butler, would you rather build your franchise around Washington's defensive line or New York Giants quarterback Daniel Jones? I have my answer. Go ahead. It's for you. Washington's defensive line. Five first-round picks versus one, right? Yeah, and look, I know what I'm getting with that Washington defensive line. It's a disruptive – I mean, they're it's just dreamy, right? And Daniel Jones, I'm a fan. Like, I think he's got a chance to be a really good player, and, I, and I'm really encouraged, and I think some of the stuff that he has to work on is really fixable stuff. I mean, he's, he's impressed me. But – I feel like I'll take that defensive line and trust myself to find a quarterback that I maybe even like more than Daniel Jones. So, Right. I think that's that's the correct take in my opinion. You, you have to be convinced you've got a quarterback to choose the quarterback over the front, yeah. uh, the, the defensive front that Washington yeah. gives you. And while, like you said, like Daniel continues to kind of surpass my expectations of him in the pre-draft process as far as his flashes, but the negative plays continue to be very problematic. Yeah. And they got to go away before I'm convinced that I would take Daniel Jones and commit myself to build around him. So if I've got more questions and answers there, give me the volume. I get five first round picks up front. That's it. We're done. And we finished on schedule, which is a bonus. Proud of us. I never count on us to finish <laughs> one time, but here we are. We've been going for 30 minutes. We had a great time. Everybody in the comments brought the heat. Really enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you hit subscribe. Come on back. See us again sometime soon. Uh, Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Draft Dudes Podcast. We are back Monday for a regular show, Monday night for Takes on Takes. So plan accordingly. It's on YouTube, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every Monday and Thursday on YouTube, we will go live at 7.30 give you some pregame entertainment, and then wrap up for the primetime games. That's our schedule. We hope you will plan accordingly. Come back and see us again.